I'm Holly Lake Hoagland. I'm the Principal Research Lead here at APQC for our Process and Performance Management Research. Hi, and I'm Jonathan Kraft. I'm one of Holly's Partners in Crimes today, and I work on the Advisory Service team focusing on process performance management, as well as some knowledge management areas as well. So I want to just introduce ourselves and really talk a little bit about our, our series here. Holly and I focus on process and performance management quite a bit on our day jobs, but just to really set the stage, let's really do a quick definition of process and performance management. And it's really a management practice or approach that defines the governance of specific business processes enabling improved business agility and operational performance. And so we've done years of research on this this area of BPM. And what we've really come out with is outside of just this APQC vacuum is we've identified seven essential tenets which really establish strong business process capability within organizations that leading organizations are really leveraging within their BPM models to make sure that they are driving value within the organization. So this is a series that throughout the year we're gonna be focusing on APQC, APQC's seven tenets of process management. All right, so what are the seven tenets of process management? Um, the first one is strategic alignment, and I like to think of that as how does process support and drive organizational goals? The second one is governance. So how do we create accountability and define the rules of the road when it comes to process work? The third is process models, and that's, so what are the frameworks, process maps, and documentation of how we execute work? Change management is the fourth one, and that's really, how do we take people along for the ride? And fifth is process performance. And this is how do we manage the execution of work and identify places to improve? And that leads into the sixth one, which is process improvement, which is, so what is our structures and approaches to improving efforts within the business? And that final one is tools and technologies. And this is really looking at what's available out there to help us support process work. And these seven tenants, and I will go through all of them. There's plenty of research on our website if you didn't get all of the things that, that Holly said there. But these tenants are really pillars that transform process efforts from random acts of improvement, leveraging technology just for technology's sake, or documentation efforts that just sit on the shelf and ultimately collect dust. Instead, the design of these seven tenants is really we want to make that process work tangible, we want to make it actionable, and we really want to make sure it provides value back to the business organization. Like you said, Jonathan, seven tenets are important because they help process management in several different ways. They help us ensure process work isn't fragmented throughout the business, helps us move beyond business silos. It also really helps us change the tone of process work from something that most people consider busy work to something that's intrinsic to organizational value. And one of the biggest reasons that we always like to focus on the seven tenets is because we've seen time and time again that organizations continue to struggle with building a program that moves beyond getting documentation done and standardization or the discovery work. They really then have a hard time then moving into the performance aspects of making sure work is done effectively and business decisions are done objectively. One of the biggest reasons is that organizations continue to struggle with building a BPM program that gets past the discovery work. Focusing on standardization and documentation is something that we're all really good at. But when it comes to tracking processes in objective manners and making those kind of decisions, um, it's really where we tend to struggle. And some of the research we did on BPM programs really kind of brought out what are those biggest gaps that we see. And really, there are three of the tenets. The first big gap is governance. For the most part, we're really good. We've got process owners. But we tend to struggle with engaging leadership in driving and steering process efforts 
as well as making sure those rules of the road for how process work is done are consistent. A second big one is that performance management gap. We're very used to assigning measures and finding ways to do them so they make sense for business outcomes, rather than focusing on what's easy. And beyond that, managing the execution of those processes um, from monitoring the performance on a regular basis to ensuring compliance that processes are being executed in their standardized format. And that leads into the third big gap, which is that idea of process improvement. So often we see random acts of improvement, but what we really struggle with is making sure we have a systematic approach to identify and manage those opportunities across the organization. Which is really some of the importance of business process management. And as Holly mentioned, governance, performance management, and process improvement, those are some of the biggest gaps that we see. But ironically, that's not where we find organizations wish they had started as they've gone through this BPM journey. And that really leads to the discussion around the importance of BPM from two different points of view. And this is a term that we sometimes use in knowledge management, but I think it really applies to business and process, excuse me, business process performance management as well. It's this idea of business process management above the flow of work and then managing a process in the flow of work. So when we talk about BPM from above the flow of work, we're talking about the strategy. We're talking about the governance. We're really looking at that overarching model, if you will, that says this is what our business process management structure, methodology, engagement, framework, whatever word you'd like to use there exists. And then on the flip side, there's this managing a process. And sometimes that managing a process is just making sure that the widgets are getting out the door or the services are being delivered. But are they being done in the most efficient and effective manner? Well, sometimes they're not. And so there's that example of we need to make sure that we're managing some of that in the flow of work as well. And this is where a lot of organizations sometimes start with their with their journey because it's tactical, but it's also where they might go wrong. So there's that marriage that must exist between what is our overall business process management structure above the flow of work that has an influence on how we're managing a process within the flow of work. And there's a really nice relationship that must exist between those two that we see in some of those, those leading organizations. But more on that later, more on that throughout the series. So what to expect from this series? This was just a quick overview. We're going to be digging deeper into every one of these tenants via some of the research that Holly does, some of the client engagements that we work on. We'll be doing more blogs, more podcasts, and other collaborative engagements as we go throughout this. So as always, if you have any questions, any thoughts, any feedback, Holly and I would love to hear from you. We look forward to going on this journey together with you. And as always, thanks for your time. Thank you all.